This growth-driven conversation is brought to you by Aurobear, the growth-fast, growing growth marketing company that helps marketing and product teams run growth marketing faster and better. With the mission to help more Nordic companies and startup growth fast, Aurobear provides a startup plan and a learning center dedicated to Nordic startups. Hello. You're tuning into the Nordic Growth Show, the podcast that lets you learn more startup stories and growth hacking tips from the Nordic growth hackers, marketers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. This episode, me, Jamie, and Lynn, our best marketing manager, are the hosts of the show. Today on our show, we will explore the modern and strategic sales and marketing outsourcing for Nordic companies and the best strategy for outsourcing sales. Our guest today is Henry Tikkanen, CEO and partner at Adeptus, the leading company in sales coaching, sales strategy, and smartbound sales. Henry has extensive experience in sales and entrepreneurship. Well, Henry, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm, I'm really interested about this, this topic. Yes, thank you for be, uh, being in our episode today. And my honor to be the co-host of the show. I'm really excited to learn about the topic that you're going to present. But first, uh, before we dive into the topic, can you talk a little bit about yourself and Adeptus, that the company you are currently the CEO? Of course, of course. A little bit of my background. I'm, I'm like, um, <clears throat> I would say half engineer and with a salesman's heart. Uh, I have a technical background, but always been really interested about sales and, and marketing. And, and, and of course, in, in Finland, these topics are really, really important because our our backgrounds are from technical sites. And, and it's some, sometimes for us hard to communicate the value of the, our products and, and understand deeper meaning of sales and marketing itself. So, so that's why I'm, I'm like a combination of those and, and really interested and excited to talk about a smart bound, which we call it uh, like, a, like a full approach of sales and marketing without forgetting about this important product and services point of view as well. Yes. So from your introduction, I believe that you are the best person to tell us about sales and outsourcing sales and marketing. Uh, from the experience of me and Aurobet working with other software companies, we mm-hmm. also have experience with other startups and other software companies working with outsourcing in marketing and sales. Mm-hmm. Some of them have, like, many have mixed feeling. Like, we can say that is the mixed feeling. Some have really had really good results. Mm-hmm. But the other side, many have experienced not very good results and they are like, a bit, like, hesitated to try the second time. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think that outsourcing sales is the right uh, way to go. It's the right growth drivers for Finnish and Nordic startup or software company. And mm-hmm. the point is that how to do it right. So I think that this is very interesting topic for us. And mm-hmm. um, now we can just, please just let's go dive in into the, the presentation. But uh, before go dive a little bit deeper, um, can you... Tell us a little bit about exactly what outsourcing sale entails to you. Like what exactly is outsourcing sale and marketing? Yeah, of course, it, it's an important question. And, and, and it's a huge trend in Finland in these days. It, I would say like 50, 50 million market in, in here. 
at least. And basically outsourcing means in this sense that corporations uh, who wants to do a lot of new customer acquisition but are agonizing with some, some part of it, for example, the, the contacting, cold calling or, or about sales or, or social selling are, are the topics we are talking a lot of on these days. Those companies usually struggle to have the, the initial contact for the new customers and they understand the meaning and the importance of it. But at the same time, they also understand that uh, their own strengths are, are somewhere else. And their own, own strengths might be more a little bit about uh, the consultation or on products or services or, or maybe the understanding of the deeper needs of the customers. But the first conduct and how they understand what the customer actually wants and so on might be a little bit difficult for them. So that's where the outsourcing uh, conversations usually starts. Yes, that's how I, a uh, very good definition is like perfect definition for outsourcing itself, um, from what I understand. And my, is that for Nordic market or do you mean it's about in the international market in general? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It, it can be switched also, also internationally and, 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 and at least in Finland, we, we should think about it like that, that we are not selling uh, just on our home markets or, or nearby. We should think more globally, actually. And we live in a world where there's a lot of technological help of it and we have this digitalization and internet and everything that is contacting it's it's actually quite easy nowadays and we have a good uh, results for doing that also in european and global level as well so i i totally understand the value and, and see a lot of potential to do that right yes so now we fully understand the definition of outsourcing cell and we can see that from your perspective that it can be totally applicable to the international market mm. even for the non-big market. And yeah. So yes, let's jump right in into the main topic. I can see that the table of contents have several important points. Mm. Yes, let's get started with the first one. Of course, of course. If we go deeper into the topic, uh, I would say that world is changing very quickly. It changed so fast that there's a lot of things going on in, in sales and marketing in a big picture. We can see many trends, at least in the Finnish, Finnish market, there's a lot of difficulties to, to reach people by phone. And at these days, we call 100,000 cold calls every every year, and we can see that the trend, uh, it's, it's going down. And if you want to reach people in a high positions, usually in big firms, big companies, the reach, it's quite low, actually. I would say that it's more like a 10%. So you have to take a 100 calls to, to reach 10 people. It's not much anymore. At the same time, the use of the digital material, just as white papers or 
or guides or so, so on is increasing a lot in Finland. Digital marketing is really a rising star in, in Finland and many people talk a lot of it at these days. And I would say that also if we go to beneath that, I would say social selling is also increasing a lot. For example, LinkedIn really good way to reach people these days. In Finland, we have 1.2 million users by now. It's quite quite much, actually. And so we should think about new ways to understand the customer, reach the customer, so we can influence and be efficient in this changing world. So what it means that that we should point out few things if we want to do so, if we want to be productive. And that's why I, I have built this up that, that my point of view and, and from my experience, which are the main topics if we want to succeed and do more sales without pocketing the marketing part of it, which I see really, really important as well. If I go through this my quickly, uh, we should always start with, with the targets. And which are our marketing and sales target in operational level and also in a strategic level. It's important to point out those things and write it down. If it's not clear for you, it's probably not clear for your, your sales organization or it's not probably clear for customer as well. So you should li- really focus on that part of it and not only the business targets but also i would say that those like a personal and emotional targets are as much important as as those like gold figures of the business level yeah and you should always ask about yourself that if you want to grow bigger how would you do it is it selling for more about your new uh, or existing customer or should you sell more about to your new customers and you, you should focus on that first what is your strategic targets over there yeah that's that's very good insight from you uh, but what do you think about automation technology can enhance the strategic targeting uh, automation technologies is very important and and good topic. Uh, I see a lot of value, but I also see a lot of risks because uh, technology itself means to me it's its ability to do it, but uh, the technology doesn't sell itself. So you you should uh, think more deeper than not only technology. Of course, it's needed. It's perfect structure behind this uh, modern market and and sales strategies but in a big picture you should also uh, focus on how you combine technology and humans and their attitudes and way of doing things in the same package that makes success in in my mind yes so um what you mean from here is that you have to have a balance between technology and human um, for the targeting customer yeah totally yeah. totally because uh, there's not big change happen there that at least in in business to business sales and marketing and humans are in the center people buy from people 
there's no no change happened there. Right. Okay. So you have mentioned about the risk. Can you tell us more about that? What are the other risks that um, we can face uh, using technology apart from the imbalance between using technology and the human touch? Yeah. Of course, I would say so that the risk is a little bit negative way to describe it. But anyhow, at least in Finland, Finnish markets, we have always think quite much so that if we have a good products and services and good technologies behind sales and marketing, sales is coming for itself. That good products sells itself. And that's the, the risk behind my approach. Because the risk is so that if if you build the technology behind and start to wait, you, you can really wait for a long time and there's not much coming. But you, you should actively think that how, how you should, how you could do better conducting using the technology. So the technology itself doesn't motivate. The motivation comes, comes from somewhere else. And that's that's the the main idea I would really focus on and what motivates people and what are their targets and so on and how technology could help us to, to achieve those important targets. That's how I see. And the other side is that the technology that so we have so much technology as well. So you you might end up in a situation where you by several plenty of uh, different software and you go behind those softwares and, and so I'm, I'm doing really good stuff but are you really just staying behind those technological things or are you actively doing things that's the question i sometimes ask as well if you understand what i i mean yes yes totally yeah i understand that there are sometimes too much tools available and yeah that makes us confused so yeah that, yeah, that demotivates us as well yeah. so yeah thank you so let's move on to the second uh, point from your um, presentation yeah if we think about the uh, outsourcing uh, I would say also doing sales I'm not pointing that you should outsource or just just think about doing sales you should think about also a lot of uh, the end user market. What is your market potential? What is your typical customer look like? How customer behaves in, in which communication channels he or she might use and so on. And, and you should think about what's your actually your customer strategy behind it. That's really important to understand first before you are making decisions whether you outsource or not. It might sound like it's, how would you say, it's everyone's, it's in everyone's head. Every, every decision maker should know this. But actually, the real life examples have taught that there's a lot of things to do there. At least if you look at Finnish companies, small, medium-sized, uh, maybe some bigger companies are, are struggling to understand what is the best market for us, where we are really good at it? You should focus on that. Um, yes, I understand that understanding the market potential is really important. Mm -hmm. But 
then from the point of view of us outsourcing sales agency, then how could you really understand what are the potential and what do you have to do for the market so that your product can draw them in? That is really, really good question. And if it's uh, difficult for you to, to name it or answer the question, you, you should start to think that what might be the reasons that your existing customers buy from you? And is there any, any patterns uh, behind it? Could you probably do some sort of a segmentation of your existing customers? If there's some, something in common in some group of your customer. Name those things first. So you might find the new markets on new customers from there that you understand that what's behind of your existing customers' minds, what it comes to from buying just from you. Yes, that's a very good answer. Uh, thank you. But then can you tell us more about how to create a strategic process between sales and marketing? And that, that's my favorite topic. When, when thinking, thinking about this uh, sales and marketing processes, I would say that first you should define what means marketing and what means sales. And if there's a big gap between your definitions, uh, you should first think about why why I'm actually thinking like this. Because if you like to un understand the modern ways of doing things, you should really think about that, that sales and marketing are basically the same. Of course, there's different kind of activity behind it there. But but you should um, fundamentally think that and, and sales and marketing means the same. You basically want to influence your potential end customers and you want to understand uh, also their buying behavior, buying patterns in order to, to create the best mix for, for sales and marketing processes. You should understand how the customer want and you, you should understand that how long in, in your customer minds it takes time to understand that we should uh, do something in a different way. We live in a world where there's a lot of uh, competition and many customers have some kind of product or at least something that competes in, in the same budget. So you should understand that how the customer is willing to change his own uh, status quo and it takes time. And after that, you should think that and how to understand the deeper ones and how to understand that once became needs, what they really need to achieve these targets they are heading for. And after that, building solutions and closing the sales. I would say that the marketing role is really important in this first phase where you target is to give the customer as strong concept as possible in order they can really think that we should do something in a different way to change the status quo. 
but it's also sales role. This is normally that sales, sales people say that oh, I go to customer to understand the needs. But in, in this kind of world, I believe is that, that sales should also understand the wants, but marketing should also understand the needs. So there's, there's the bridge we should be building. And not only the bridge, but we should also understand and which channels the customers are and which channels you can influence them to. Yeah, so the first that is coming from understand customers and then the second step would be define the channel. Is that what I understand correctly? Among seven steps. Yeah, basically, yeah. And in my hand, you, you should start with identifying the target group. You, you should really focus on, on the message. It's easy to say that we just uh, create a script and then we do marketing or then we call the customer. But, but you really should focus on the stories behind of it. And these stories should be like a multi-layered because uh, your customer always, a potential customer always wants to seek something new about it. And they are not willing to, to discuss about your product and services at first. So you should have a, a strong concept based on your uh, customer strategy. And after that, you think that choose in, in which channels you should use for doing marketing and sales. In my head, there's a LinkedIn is, is quite good actually nowadays, but it can be also variety of, of something else. That the initial thing is that you combine these activities doing more sales and contacting. At least that's the issue in, in Finland which many companies are, are struggling, that marketing does some really good stuff, but sales is thinking that, that that's not relevant for us or we are doing our own stuff over there. And marketing uh, thinks that, that sales doesn't understand us yeah, uh, and so forth. So um, this is, I think that it's quite also pretty common in other countries as well about the, the gap between marketing and sales team. Do you mm. have any advice about the communication between marketing and sales to make the, the gap is shorter? But I can mm. see that like uh, the marketing yeah. and the sales always have different goals, even that they have the common goal, but actually mm. they have different target and different uh, metric as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you basically answered, answered the question. Uh, I would say that uh, the goal setting is the key to understand marketing and sales better. But, but the goals sh should be defined so clearly that both sides can also understand. And those goals should not be only business goals. You should on always understand what's behind the business because uh, we all want to learn and we, we have our own source of motivations as well. We, we have our interested of some topics and, and we have different kind of values, ethics as well. We always think our KPIs as well, but, but also salaries and so forth. So in order to understand 
sales and marketing in a big picture, you should also understand the mind of those persons as well. Yes, that's actually really helpful for us because in, at the end of the, uh, it's always about communication and team yeah. building and team building. That's what it makes really matter for all the company. Yeah. yeah. So after, totally. after this, what would be the next step that you think that would be really important for the process? Yeah. So if we go, go to resources or, or so forth, um, Sales is tough and marketing is tough as well. And, and we live in a world where we, everyone are really, really hurry. And it's not changing easily. I, I would say also that work life is so that if you are good at something or, or you want to be really, really good, it can be seen from long distances and your bosses and employers also see it so so if you are motivated and goal oriented people you should be a little bit aware of it because those people are like a gold nuggets in in a company and those resources are are used 110 percent in the life we are living now and that that's why you should really understand if you are sales leader or, or salesman or doing market or communication, that what are your own strengths and where you want to use those. And that's where it comes outsourcing discussions or, or sales processes and, and so on. Because you should focus on there where, I, where you are really good at it. And of course, I'm not saying that you shouldn't uh, develop yourself. Of course, of course. At some points, uh, some things are more effective by doing uh, somewhere else. And, and when it comes to sales outsourcing, I would point out that it, it's not easy, easy to reach new customer, for example. So if you want to be uh, really good at it, your, your product or services, maybe you want to outsource the, the first contact or, or so on. Or if you're really good at it for explaining your company's uh, concept or so on and someone else is better for for making the best solution for for customer you should also think that uh, what is the the best uh, resources for for doing those things it's much actually a role question for me that where we should ask help from some others and, and which part of it we should do it by ourselves yes that is totally true. I think it's applied to especially SMEs and startup as well, since yeah. they have like a lot on their plate and uh, well, you don't always have the human resource to do everything you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes, es totally understand. Especially yeah. In, yeah. Especially in, in a startup. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Please tell us more uh, about the next uh, points, any principles in sales? I want to point out some key findings or would I say the learnings from the path I have uh, gone through. Maybe, maybe also some mistakes made. The first one is, is if you want to think about management or 
actually in Finnish we have only one word of, out of it we call it johtaminen in Finnish language but it's it's maybe easier to understand English because you have management and and leadership you you should always lead from bottom to up and you you should really this is a, like a value question for me that how I think about my people my employees and uh, all the people in adeptus I think that no one really in the sales wants to do the terrible job they, they always want to achieve the goals and and so you should always think that if someone goes wrong you, you shouldn't point out that you're doing bad because people don't don't want to do bad job but anyhow you should lead them and anyhow you should guide them to success that's my first principle always understand people from from the ground so in order to understand them that what is your best practice that you would sit there with them to talk about at the beginning or uh, what is the other way that you want to understand from the underground yeah well of course you can discuss up many things but uh, maybe as a leader i i ask from myself that uh, if someone underperforms is it because of lack of understanding of skills or knowledge or is it lack of understanding of, of processes how we do these things uh, or is it about the attitude and you can also ask quite directly and and really try to listen when people explain it to you where's the issue uh, if it's the if it's lack of skills and lack of uh, knowledge or processes so on it's got quite easily to fix then, then we just uh, focus a little bit more about those things but, but if it's attitude based you should understand and what what the attitude actually means and what we need of of it my personal favorites are going deeper where the motivation forms what's the definition about it and also these targets not only this how, how much sales people calls or meets or or do do offers or a closer deal but also what other targets they might have same discussion as we discussed before and, and motivation as well there might be some issues in a personal life as well which influences sometimes quite much as a the employee or leader at least in finland you, you, you cannot ask those questions directly but you can discuss about the topic and if other one wants to discuss it and tell what's behind there it really helps a lot yes. because then then you understand the context mm. we are talking about yes let's understand the employee in a more personal uh, level and in a deeper sense like emotional side of them yeah yeah totally totally right. yeah and i think that's how exactly what the leadership in all the department and the functions right now in any type of company should be totally agree yes 
And I can also see that like one of your point in the fine modern management principle is always trust people. This is yep. very nice. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I mean like in the context of outsourcing sales, um, how can you, like because I have heard some comments from other CEO of other startup that I have been mm. working with. Yep. And they say that like sometimes they work with outsourcing cell not in Finland but in other countries like USA. If you want to go to the North American market, then sometimes mm -hmm. they want to go with outsourcing cell team in America. Mm -hmm. And for them it's really difficult to trust because maybe yep. language barrier or cultural difference or any yep. other types of communication gap. So yep. what would be your advice in how to build a trust among uh, you as the leaders and the people in the outsourcing sales team? Yeah, uh, that's a very good question. Well, outsourcing is all about people. If you have a good sales rep, you, you get a good results. And if you don't, so the results are in a high percentage low. So in, in my point of view, it starts from recruiting. You should build trust by explaining or communicating to your customer that, that how do you find these fine people who you trust a lot and, mm -hmm. and how, you, how you understand the talent, how you understand that how the, the efficiency in, in doing sales actually forms and how you support those people to do their best and what are your core values behind doing these things because I, I really think that that it's not difficult equation to create sales you you just need right people doing right projects in highly motivated culture you have created for your company so we should start from um, the first stage which is recruiting the best yep. people and the people that you think that you can trust a lot yep. Yeah. And I also see that you also have a very, very, very excellent point is about attitude pace recruiting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you share with us a little bit more about how you do the attitude pace recruiting? What is the process? What is your best practice? Uh, do you use by um, just to interview with them or do you have any aptitude tests like some of the human yeah. resource company they're using? Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, I have created a four-stage process for do, doing this kind of, uh, as I say, uh, attitude-based recruiting. Uh, first, you, you should understand in which level uh, the person operates, what it comes, those skills, understanding market and sales in a big picture, and what comes to their motivation and how goal oriented there are and you should go beneath those you, you should uh, really focus on to understand in, in which level the person is uh, because doing efficient sales or, or, or being productive or, and doing a lot of sales you need all of those three components and it is those that that all those components should be in, in quite high level actually. If someone is, uh, if your skills or knowledge are, are low, but your processes and attitude are high, the, the customer probably doesn't trust what you are saying. But if your 
skills and knowledge is high and attitude is good, but understanding the processes is low, you basically end up in a situation where you do really good sales discussions. But if if those discussions doesn't go directly for your goal, you probably forget to take the initial contact again with the same same lead. And other ways around, if you have a good knowledge and, and you have a good <coughs> skill set and, and processes, but you don't have the attitude. End customer or the lead thinks that you, you are a little bit distanced or you probably don't believe on what you're talking about and and the, the influence is quite low in their mind. Uh, you should uh, focus on understanding those first, but after that, uh, it's not such a, a interview in my my head. Uh, you should also test those things in a training session, like a <clears throat> top athlete uh, doesn't just try to understand and learn techniques or read literature behind. They are willing to practice a lot. If you want to be best, you you should really, really practice a lot. And and in recruiting, that we should also think that those people who are most willing to do sales a lot want also train a lot. So I always do a couple of tests, different kind of tests. It it depends on in which, which kind of position. If I'm recruiting for sales specialist uh, for doing these bookings or or, or doing a multi-channel sales approach, I, I test their sales uh, skills, sales pitch that they sell for me. Or I also test out how fast and how productive they are writing posts or, or LinkedIn message or so on. But I also test always the psychological side of those persons. And there I use, as we call it, SPQ test, uh, which is actually originally from United States. It's really good. It's really good about explaining what's behind of uh, people's um, motivation or target levels or what's behind of there if, if someone doesn't act in like efficient and high contact level. It also makes visible the fears behind this kind of manners. If one, if someone are have a stage fright or telephobia or someone is over preparer or hyper pro or or yielder or so on, <clears throat> it makes these things visible as well. So it's really good to understand what behind people acts, why they are behaving so. That's the second and actually the third phase is the test with these trainings. And the last and not least important, it's actually in my mind, it's it's making my decisions visible for my team leads as well. Team lead interview is, is the last phase because I, I really don't want to do those decisions by myself. It's really important that my team lead does the final recruiting decision. It's only my recommendation that this person might be suitable for, for this position, but it's it's much more important that I'm 
the, the leader who takes care of the person thinks in the same level. That's the last one. It's, it's also quite difficult. It's not easy. If you think that someone is good and, and, and dimly thinks that uh, no, this isn't so, then, then you should discuss a lot of it and so forth. I, I don't want to do that decision by myself. Yes, yeah. That's a very good tip from you. Um, yeah, I understand that the the person has to be fit with the um, the position based from their behavior, their characteristics, and also um, from the point of view of um, a leader, then you also have to have communication with uh, the team as well. So yeah. to have the best, uh, to choose the best person for the position. Yeah. Yes. That's a very good tips from you. Thank you so much. Yes, I think you have told us a lot about sales and marketing, outsourcing sales, and also the principles for sales and marketing, and also how to manage the team. Mm -hmm. um, yes, thank you so much for all the, the tips and all the knowledge you have bring to us today. Well, so can you tell us a bit uh, more about how we can find you on social media, how to follow you, what you are up to? Of course. Uh, thank you very much. This was a really good interview and, and it, that's, it's my pleasure to get to come from this. And if you want to um, discuss or or share ideas or discuss about this sales and marketing more, please contact me directly by phone or by email henry.tikkanen at adettus.fi or by, by LinkedIn, Henry Tikkanen. There might be some other guys in the same name, but the Smart Bound Special CEO of the Adeptus Myntivoima, you will definitely find me there. Yes, okay. Thank you so much for the interview. Thank you very much. That's a wrap for this episode of the Nordic Growth Show podcast. On behalf of Aurebear team, I'd like to thank you all for joining in with us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle at Aurebear Growth to know what we're up to. If you have any questions or requests, feel free to contact us via social media as well as email. We'd love to hear from you. So, until next time at the Nordic Growth Show.